The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. The 2020 New Orleans Saints season is almost here. For this season, join the best Saints fan community in the world, Saints Happy Hour. Connecting you with the most passionate Saints fans around for only 10 bucks a month. Come have fun and laugh with us. Get the Saints Happy Hour booze bundle as a welcome gift. Featuring four limited edition collector swag items not available in any stores. You'll also get members only access to the best Saints podcast every day completely ad free. And exclusive access to the Saints Happy Hour private Discord chat room where you can talk Saints football with our community members 24-7. And get access to special giveaways and prizes. Make 2020 Saints football more fun by joining Saints Happy Hour. Go to saintshappyhour.com. That's saintshappyhour.com and sign up today. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints Happy Cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Thanks for joining us. We are getting closer to actual Saints, not Saints football because we don't have preseason games. But we're getting closer, not even to real practice with full uniforms. We're getting closer to practice with helmets and shorts. I don't even, I'm not even going to lie. Like, I don't even, are they practicing right now? Like, I am so out of the loop. (laughs) Like, everything is out of, out of whack, out of schedule. You know, it's, it's mid-August right now. We'd be two weeks into regular training camp. This week would have been, Thursday would have been, I think, the Hall of Fame game. Uh, we might have had a preseason game this Sunday, maybe, huh? Or Saturday? Yeah. We have a no. Usually if there's the Hall of Fame game, then there, that weekend then the next... is off, and then it's, yeah. Yeah, right, right. Uh, but either way, I mean, I'm just like, <laughs> are they really practicing? I have no idea. <laughs> it's, it's out is, of sorts. Is, and I was telling you, you know, <laughs> me and Andrew were talking about it in that, you know, the preseason games – we get excited about them, and then five minutes into them, we're like, this is lame, and we remember why we hate the preseason games, and they're boring. But it is sort of like a well, guidepost. this year, James Winston was going to be playing, so. Yeah, but it's, but it's sort of like a, a guidepost in that a sense of, like, it, it gives you something to look forward to in August. You're like, there's a game on Thursday, there's a game on Friday, and then you recap the game, and you look forward. Now, we're just kind of lost, and it's going to be – it's going to be weird in a sense of how to fire yourself up and get excited, uh, you know, but the regular season games are going to start. The one thing, Andrew, that I want to start with is, uh, you know, Amy Jost, a writer for NOLA.com, Times Feed, she wrote a, a good feature about she laid out all the protocols that the Saints are doing for uh, COVID. And I didn't realize that they make you wear a watch and it like apparently beeps if you get too close to a person within six feet 
uh, and it times you just to let you know how long you were within six feet of a person. So basically, so they can trace it back to be like, hey, they know who you were in contact with and how long. I didn't realize they were going that hardcore with the NFL, but I guess I should have because the NFL has a bottomless pit of money, and if they want to make everybody wear a watch that can track you everywhere you fucking go to make sure you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, they can do it. I mean, it's pretty much just a Disney magic band, really. <laughs> it's just a magic band. Yeah. Uh, no, you're right, Ralph. And, you know, it's uh, my, my dad, actually, he was over today, and he pointed out to me, showed me an article from last year, that the Saints were the 49th most profitable franchise in the world. Uh, so, you know, it kind of goes back to what you were saying, Ralph, about money. You know, number one number one was actually the Dallas Cowboys, believe it or not. Um, I yet, do believe yet, it. You had Man U and Barcelona up there, some soccer clubs, but the Saints were in the top fifty. And that's cr- that's yeah, we- crazy that the Saints are in the top fifty. When you, when, I mean, it's just wild. I mean, because you think yeah. of you think of like Barca and Man U and all the soccer clubs in the world, and then you think of baseball. Even though baseball maybe it's not as profitable as, but I would think there'd be like five or six baseball teams, and then I would think there'd be, you know, fifty. There'd be like ten or fifteen more profitable teams than the Saints in the NFL, and then basketball. There'd be, I think, there'd be seven or eight. And I just for them to be in the top. Well, are 50, they? Do they include the Pelicans? Is it? Is it an all-in-one deal? You know, <laughs> no, no, the just the Saints. Just, are they ranking Benson Benson just, properties? Just yeah. individual um, franchises, but but Ralph, it's it's Barca. It's not Barca. There's a oh. little squiggly line. Under the sea, you know, that makes it sound Shocker. like a house. That I don't know. How to yeah. Yeah. It like just, yeah. Come on, man. Specificity. Are, are, hey, we, come still, on, Ralph. are we still correcting Ralph on pronunciation? <laughs> oh, yeah. We've been doing this 11 years now. <laughs> Mr. Fancy um, No, look, man, I, I think obviously, and, and this is where, and I know we're going to talk about this in a minute, where college football is kind of on life support at this point no pun intended and and it's uh yeah it's not looking good for them but yeah, it's uh, not gonna work here anymore anyway this is, <laughs> this is why the nfl is gonna <laughs> pop like there's just too much money at stake and and they actually have the funds to make it happen and so look if they can find a way to be because here's the thing like i actually think it's twofold with the saints I think part of it is it's just the NFL doing due diligence and making sure that they're doing right by the NFLPA, that they're following the rules, that they're mm-hmm. giving the league the best chance of playing. But on the other side of the coin, you've got Sean Payton, who is going to look for any fucking edge he can find. <laughs> and and he, he's not worried about following protocol. He's worried about winning games. He's worried about a player getting COVID during the season and how that's going to affect his game plan because he knows the other teams aren't going to turn over the stones and dot the I's and cross the T's as tight as he is. So he's looking for, like, how can we use this to our advantage if other teams are going to have to shelve four or five guys before playing us in a game? Hell, if I can find a way to make sure that none of our guys are positive that week, we're at a huge advantage. Well, I think that's part of it, and I think part of it, Andrew, let's just be real. The NFL... If a positive case gets in a team or they have an outbreak, they want to be able to trace that shit back. And if it was a player not doing what they were supposed to be doing, the NFL, they want to yank that money away from them. You know, for instance, how do you, how do you guys think they're going to deal with a huddle? 
Like to Ooh, me, that's, that's kind of the first thing you kind of have to scrap is a huddle where everyone's You're not in, in is, each other's face. This is, this is why I think this whole thing is like just a walking contradiction. Like it's ridiculous <laughs> well, of to course. me. Of I mean, course. you know, you're going to you're going to have all these guys and you're going to like try and separate them. Or like I've heard in college football, they want to extend the sideline, you know, the full length of the field so everybody can be spaced out. The coaches, the players. But there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you coming? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I, I, I just, I, I, all these teams, whether it's college or whether it's <laughs> professional, I mean, these people are a family. They spend half, more than half of their waking time together, doing things together, playing together, talking together, learning together in 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 rooms uh sharing meals together like yeah. i just it that's that's their pod and if, and if i feel like playing if video games in the locker room all, goofing up playing ping pong it's just a, it's a whole culture right but it's like it's just i think they should just accept that and so you know because you're right they're going to be doing things like like the huddle and they're going to be on the sidelines and they're going to be at practice and the offensive lines are going to be uh, lined up directly across the defensive lines. And then that's a whole nother thing. Like, what if you, you know, you can't have an offensive lineman who's positive and what's that going to do? It's just the whole, look, I, <laughs> I think they're going to play football. I definitely think they're going to play, play football, just like basketball's going on, hockey's going on. I was, I texted. Pro or college? Pro. They are going to have pro. pro football. College, I do not think they're going to have college football. I do not think they're going to have college football. I think they will have pro football. Uh, and I texted you guys uh, yesterday, whatever. I, you know, maybe I was still naive, uh, but I guess I was kind of feeling like there was a hope that fans were were going to maybe get to go to the Saints games. Uh, but I was like kind of going to sleep at late at night, you know, Thursday night or whatever. And for some reason, I just had this realization. I said, there's... There's no fucking way fans are going to get to go. <laughs> no, I mean, no. one of the things I was thinking no. about is like, you're, what if you had fans in the stadium and the camera pans away to, you know, a, a group of fans or whatever, you know, in between plays or coming back from commercial or going to a commercial and like they're not wearing a mask. Like, just think about the, you know, the <gasps> optic. just think about the oh, optics no. on that. When you see a fan in the stands at an NFL stadium and they're not wearing a mask, like, forget it. It's, that's going to be the end of it. It'll be. What was, the, the, what was the guy in the 2009? Say, the, you know the, what? Oh, no. We're not allowing fans. And they're going to have to backtrack. And it's just, it's just, it's, 
you know, th- that in addition to the fact that you've got, you already have some teams that have said we're not having fans. The uh, the Raiders said Raiders, yeah. Uh, and it's like, okay, well then, who wants to be the team that allows fans and you know potentially risks their fans' uh, lively, you know, safety or whatever? Well, here's the thing: when other teams said no, it's just it's 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 liability. It's just like this is this. There's no way people are going to be going to games this season. Absolutely no way. Well, I mean, here's here's the thing. As sports keep coming back, so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. Major League Baseball will soon be in full swing, and there's no shortage of ways to get in on the action. BetOnline has all the odds, futures, and props for you to be in on. Also, tune in as Floyd Money Mayweather joins the BetOnline team in a new segment called The Ice is Right, where he talks about his expansive jewelry collection. He'll give you the chance to win some great prizes and bet on the cost of his bling. Visit betonline.ag today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. Bet online, your online wagering experts. Here's the thing <laughs> with 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 you know the fan thing is is Dave was the last person to give up hope, but I think you 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 cling to these things that you you want to believe that it's going to happen. And I'm going to tell you something with fans in the stands that you brought up, Dave. It would have been the, the 180 degrees from, remember, the unknown who dat in 2009 where people were like, oh, who is he? He's possibly homeless. Let's help him. Let's raise money. Right. If they see Dave Cariello in the dome not wearing his mask, high-fiving someone, they will shame your ass on social media. Right. Oh, yeah, you would never recover. The podcast would have to would have, kick you off. No, nah, we wouldn't. We'd be like, no. it's Dave. You know. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but here's the thing. That's what that's what I think. That's what I think it would be. They're not having fans. But my thing too, Andrew. We'll get Dave into Dave would have to issue an apology on the podcast. Here, yeah. Here's the thing I that I want to say. Games, here's the thing that I want to say. Look, college football went from le- this week, which is really weird. They like announced the new SEC schedule where they LSU added two more conference games and, and did away with non-conference and all the, the leagues like announced their conference only schedules, which made it feel like it was closer and it was actually going to happen. And then Saturday, it sort of turned 180 degrees and was like, you know, they're, they're thinking they're going to have a meeting Tuesday and they're going to call it off. But just because college football gets called off, don't think that that affects the NFL. And I'm going to tell you my theory why, and both of you can shoot it down, is look, the N- college football has a problem in that students are going to be, some of them are going to be at campus, most of them they are going to be re- remote, and you can't say football players are student athletes when our students aren't going to campus, but we're making the football players go to campus and play football. Like, College football, they desperately right. want to cling to the, the belief that football are amateurs and they're not professionals. And if they make them play during coronavirus in an empty stadium when nobody's on fucking campus, it burns the amateurism facade to the ground and they can't have it. So they, I think the college presidents have come to the realization, we just got to punt on 2020 and we'll reset it in 2021. We cannot give up the facade of amateurism. The NFL is not like that. Everybody in the NFL, Andrew, wants their fucking money. The owners, the coaches, and the players, they all want their money, and they're going to play, and they're going to risk whatever you think the risk involved in in playing, whatever it is, they're willing to do it because they want their money. And I just think don't get 
negative and think that college football, if they cancel this week, which it looks more than likely they will, just because that happens, don't think it's going to affect the NFL. The NFL is going to plow through this as horrible as the quality of the games may be. They're going to plow through, and we're going to get NFL football. That's my belief. I agree. I mean, a big question for me is just what it's going to look like, how many games get canceled, how many games get postponed, you know, if there's a big outbreak before a game. But the NFL has a big, big thing to their advantage, which is that they're testing daily, you know, or at least weekly. And, you know, sometimes it's so like if someone gets it, they're going to know immediately and they're going to know who's been exposed. They're going to know the source. They're going to know who they came in close contact with thanks to the technology. And so there's a way to mitigate the damage. That's what I'm saying. You know, the biggest thing about this virus is the asymptomatic spread. You have it. You don't even know. And you're spreading it around. A bunch of people are getting it. They don't realize you're sick. And I think the way this NFL is approaching this, uh, they're going to be able to trace it back to the source and get that person out of there as quickly as possible and mitigate the damage. Now, here's the thing. They've had a long time to figure this out, and this was what they came up with. Now, it's not a bubble. It's not you – know, the NBA, I give them credit. Like the NBA, and, and, you know, there's reasons why I think it's easier for the NBA with smaller rosters and all that. But The NHL, the, too. Yeah, but they they pulled it off. Give, give the NBA some credit. And, you breaking know, I don't know news, that that Andrew. I got, I got breaking news. The Pelicans have been thrown out of the NBA bubble because they're, they were contaminating it with their play. <laughs> <laughs> Facts only, yeah. Uh, yeah. Jesus, the Pelicans. God. It's pretty terrible. That was frustrating. Yeah, I mean, the whole bubble experience has been awful with the Pelicans. And they need a new coach. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Zion airball on a free throw. I, think, I saw was that. The, was the season low. I mean, that's got to be the fucking low point of this fucking season. Jesus. I mean, J.J. Redick was the only dude trying. My God, man. But anyway. Uh so I, I think my my big disappointment with college football is that they they've been sitting on this like they knew in March that their season was in jeopardy. What have they been doing for the last four or five months? Like this is the best they've come up with is that they're just going to cave and cancel now. But you can't. But but that's the thing, Andrew. It's not just about setting up procedures. If they have, if you have LSU players playing football in an empty Tiger Stadium where no students are on campus. You burn the their amateurs to the ground. And Well, I play, think I actually play. think that there there's a chance that college football this year is just going to be the SEC. Uh, I could I could <laughs> seriously see the SEC being like, "Nope, we're playing." Nope, it's not <laughs> see, real. I could see and, that. And too. every other conference is totally like, "What are you guys talking it. about? Are you crazy? We're shutting this down." And so basically college football is just the SEC this year. I could, I could, I, I, I could even take it a step further and say it, that the, the season is just going to be LSU versus Alabama. One game. Hey, here's a question. If, if it's SEC only college football season and LSU <laughs> wins the SEC, do national I get to buy another national championship LSU merchandise and, and do they get to declare themselves back to back as I'm holding my uh, LSU national championship uh, glass drinking a uh, dream sickle uh, from uh, Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company dream sickle huh it's great it's like it's like a blue moon if 
you thought that peeling the orange and dropping the orange in the beer was too difficult, and they just dumped a bunch of orange flavor in it. It's real—it's literally like drinking a dreamsicle from an ice cream truck. It's amazing. You know, every time I want to bang on IPA and humiliate Dave for his terrible <laughs> taste in beers, I, I can't in good faith and good conscience do it based on what you're drinking, Ralph, every it's week. It's great. It's delicious. Here's I'm drinking thing. right now. I'm drinking a second line brewery, a saison named Desire, which uh, my buddy Brad left over here yesterday. Wait, is that uh, not an IPA? No, it's not. It's a saison. Uh, ah, look at you um, branching but then, out. After this, when I finish this, I've got a, uh, I've got a little surprise coming up after this. You're you're drinking out of a wine glass, which is a little weird. Well, that's Andrew's, usually how Andrew's I drink not my drinking beer. at all because he's been just abusing his body for like well i broke okay well we've talked about this on the podcast actually and people have uh, listeners and watchers have noticed my uh my fancy ipa glass that i had that's like specifically made for ipas i fucking dropped that on saturday and broke it uh so i don't fucking have it anymore it was the fucking maybe that's the universe trying to tell you something maybe that's the universe telling you that ipas are not not good for you I was not. so pissed, dude. <laughs> and like I could have, it was like one of those things. It was like I, I put it, I, I, I laid it on top of the counter, but I put it on top of a a towel, and it was in a precarious position, and uh, it just started tumbling over, and it all happened in slow mo. And I feel like I could have. That's my cat. Let's see, my cat. Yeah. And I, I feel like I could have. Uh, I could have, if I had just reacted quick enough, I could have actually caught it, but I just froze and just watched it so all the, happen you so know the, all this time dave you've had a cat and i never even knew it because yes, it actually it's, behaves it's when we're right. on the fucking podcast <laughs> and not going ape shit well right. you got to think minxie is like she's not just a cat she's like the the fourth fifth member of the crew is what she is minxie but, is the name of the cat minxie yeah like jinxie from like jinxie from <laughs> From Meet the Parents, Mixy Cat, Mixy Cat, where are you? Mixy Cat, Mixy Cat, I love you. <laughs> here's, here's a thing that. Oh, by the way, you should. Sub- flush the we talked to me and Andrew talked about it on Friday, uh, and you should subscribe and become a patron at the ten dollar level. You get the booze bundle. You get a Saints Layer pledge, uh, a Saints Player Legend card. Uh, like Stanley Jean Baptiste or Garrett Grayson in the box. Uh, My wife puts those cards individually in the box with loving care. You should do it so you get the podcast every day. Yeah, Ralph. Ralph, I noticed actually on that topic that someone in the Discord channel posted their booze bundle and showed that they had received Ricky Jackson. I was like, what the hell is this? You actually got a great player card. It's Saints Legend card. All, I all they can all be Saints Legend. Reggie Jackson is only going to be terrible Saints. No, we got Rick. We, we you could get Ricky Jackson. I sent Morton Anderson. Everybody's out. a legend for a different reason. Legend. Some, I just, uh, Garrett I Grayson some is of them a legend are good on the football field. Some of them are are geniuses off of the football field. Oh, I'm still holding out play. hope for John Forkid. I got I got John Forcade was in the 1990 Saints team set that I bought. I'm just saying yes. somebody could get it. Sign up at the $10 level and my wife. We'll ship that out to you in August. Just do it. I'm saying it's worth it. But we were talking on Friday 
for the Patrons Only Podcast, me and Andrew were talking about how, you know, the NFL is going to have to test either late Saturday or early Sunday morning, and it's going to be chaos. You're going to have teams that are going to have positives, false positives, whatever, and you're going to have like, oh, my God, so-and-so is not playing. A bunch of te- uh, This team has three offensive linemen. And somebody mentioned, a patron mentioned that, we, me and you, Andrew, we messed up in that the Saints have the ultimate solution to any of those problems. It's Taysom Hill because he can play any goddamn position. So the Saints, he will win the Saints a Super Bowl because they'll be like, Taysom, we need you to play left tackle. Yeah, go long, play- go long snap. Go long snapper. Go, go corner. Like goal. Taysom yeah. can do it all, and he's the cure for whatever ails the Saints. What position, Dave, would be the most fun to see Taysom Hill play in in an emergency. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, it's time to commit. 
2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Spoiler alert, it's not quarterback. <laughs> no, it's not quarterback. I don't know. I mean, he, he already plays quarterback, running right. back, wide receiver. Like, he's... A... I, what what more? That's why we love him because he's already super fun. Well, I think because he plays all the fun positions. Throw a touchdown, have a pick. I think six. it would be most fun to see him get a sack. Don't you guys? Oh, like, that's him defense. Line up at defensive right. end. Right. Yeah, <laughs> just have a blitz, or maybe like an interception. He's what if like, they what if they put him at linebacker and ha- and he just lights up Tom, shoots a gap and lights up Tom Brady? How great would that be? I mean, we'd have to build. They'd have to build a statue next to Gleason, right outside the dome. We'd have to get <laughs> maybe, to start yeah, a go, maybe go that GoFundMe. Yeah, we'd have to start the GoFundMe. Um, see, the thing is, who in the chat room? Andrew was 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 like mildly surprised on Friday when I thought of this. He's like, "Wow, I can't believe you thought of that." Like, I think of everything from the gambling perspective. It <laughs> is going to be madness trying to gamble on football this year because you you know a lot of times if you're a degenerate gambler like me you look at the lines and you're like oh the monday line i really like that line i gotta i gotta jump on that before it gets bet down or i gotta jump on that before they bet it up or whatever there's no way that you can look at these lines on monday and tuesday and throw put any kind of money on them. Like you got to wait until these Rona tests. And Dave, we were talking about doing a special, doing a special podcast every Sunday morning for breaking news. The injury slash Rona report is going to be the most dramatic, nerve wracking experience of our lives. I think every Sunday. You just made me realize that fantasy football is going to be a stressful nightmare oh, dude, this season. Fantasy, fantasy football, for, fucking forget about it. Like, yeah. it is going to be, it is going to be a nightmare. It is going to be a nightmare because you're going to you're going to find out that like you are screwed at wide receiver, and you're going to have to go on the waiver wire. Like fantasy football, just forget about it. But, but Dave, back to my question, which I forgot. I hope you remembered it. <laughs> No, <laughs> I was about to say that wasn't a question. That was just a mini rant you went on. Well, no, what but I mean, do you do you think do you think the injury report slash Rona report will be will it be as stressful as I imagine it, or am I overblowing it? Uh, no, I think that's going to be very significant. I would imagine uh, you said testing Sunday morning. I don't. I don't think they. Could. I don't think there are tests where you can get the well, results. You could do back, rapid. Uh, you could do rapid tests, right? You could do. You could do. They can't they do the rapid test where you get it back in like two and a half hours? Couldn't they make every yeah. player? That doesn't sound. That doesn't sound as as accurate to me as uh, maybe know, a twenty four hour test or a forty eight hour test or something like that would be. But anyway, uh, yeah, no, I mean, you know, you I mean, mentioned Dave, the Dave, it's not like the seven day tests that most Americans take are that accurate either. <laughs> <laughs> Just, <laughs> 
Um, no, I mean, you mentioned the whole fantasy football thing. I mean, me and my buddies, we play in a league and, you know, we drop 150 bucks a person or whatever. And there's weekly payouts and there's payouts for, you know, the winner and second place. And it's like, you know, how, yeah, how are we going to handle this? If you got a guy on your, you get two, three guys on your team and they get coronavirus, uh, you know, how is that fair to you? And, you know, you've got money riding on the line and, and, and this, this oh isn't even, God. this Trades? does not fall within the, within the normal course of football, normal football luck or injury luck or anything like that. So, oh, oh uh, my God. I can't, yeah, I don't, it's going to be, a I can't, I, like, I think being, right. a, being a commissioner for the Saints happy hour leagues, if we do them this year, like, I can't imagine like a, some, two people do a trade on a Tuesday and like then you find out Julio got the Rona on a Thursday and they did like a five player deal and there and one of them's like, "Well, Julio got the Rona, I want to avoid that trade." Oh my, it's going to be a fucking nightmare. Like it's just it's going to it's going to be madness. Um Yeah, and the thing is we're not even going to know half the time. Like going back to what Dave was saying, I, what the hell is going on with the Saints right now? I know they're all in a hotel. I I think they're practicing or they're at least meeting and doing well, stuff working out i don't know like well i mean i, I feel so hey, in hey. the dark like nick underhill's not even tweeting it well, no 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 he no. doesn't even know no 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 nick broke he broke major major saints news today are you, are you about to talk about the food no no we'll get to the food in no. a second it's more important than that chauncey gardner johnson announced no. <laughs> that he changed his name officially to the cd deuce and he is now my favorite Saints player on the roster. Now, like now, he went out and changed on. his I name, think... like Sean Puffy Combs from Puff Daddy to Sean John to just Puffy. Like I hope he changes his name every year. This is amazing, Andrew. He is awesome. <laughs> He's going to the Pro Bowl. Does he? Does is he going to put CD Deuce on the back of the jersey? Like is that really going to happen? Wait, wait, wait. Wait, 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 wait. Are we? Have we heard? Have we heard anybody pronounce this yet? Are you sure it's not? Do say I I need Andrew lived in France. Uh, I need him to uh, uh, I need his opinion on this because D U C E is I'm not sure a French word. I think it's, it's not Doucet. like Doucet. no. It, well, if it was Mr. French, Doucet. can we call him Mister Doucet? If it Mr. was Doucet. French, there would only it would only be pronounced that way if there was an accent on the e. D U C E is just deuce. That would be how you pronounce that in French. I got it. CD Deuce. It sounds like the no. rival bar in Roadhouse Two, but it's amazing. Um, this this he's he what, he better have what's five. The reasoning. Behind, what's the reasoning behind this. Because he's awesome. No, the reasoning is like he's he, it's a new chapter in his life and blah blah blah. Let me uh, let me see. Nick Underhill actually did the. Uh, did the screen grab. I mean, he's got to be amazing this year, right, Andrew? You can't change your name and just uh, – he said, uh, time to pave the way for my own image that I want no more judgment thoughts on me because you really don't know me until you understand me as a person. I won't speak unless spoken to emoji fingers crossed. Um, he better that, have at least uh, – That didn't clarify anything. No, I'm sorry. no. I'm more, I'm more confused, not less. <laughs> what the he better have at least five picks. If you're going to change your name, you got to be superstar level. Can group. you guys think of anyone who's done that besides uh, Ocho Cinco in the NFL? No, he hates me. 
Uh, well, no, that was never his name. That was just on the back of his jersey. <laughs> I wonder I wonder if it's just like a branding thing or it's going to be like Sean Payton is now going to refer to him as CD. Like in post like yeah, CD had a great game today. Well, no, I, I yeah, I think I think CD is the first name and Deuce is the last name. So to your earlier question, Ralph, I think it's just going to be Deuce on the back of the jersey. Oh, right? Yeah. Do it's Deuce D U C E, not I mean, look. If you're going by the way it's spelled in phonetics and whatever, like it should be Deuce. I'm not going to begin to assume how CD wants us to pronounce that. How he envisions that being pronounced, I I, I can't say for sure. Yeah. Milk was a bad choice. Just saying. You, you, let me tell you, CD, you got to be spectacular this year because – Name name change. You gotta you gotta raise your game. He was amazing as a rookie, so we'll see. Uh, but or or but on on the flip side, if he's awful, he can be like, oh, that was some other dude. Change his name back. I'm going back, I'm going back to. And then it's like I, I'm back to being CJ. We're I'm gonna be great this year. <laughs> CJ CJ CJ's back. Like I feel like he can now. That's like a built-in excuse now. You got the Rona and you got the name change. It's like a built-in, <laughs> you know, uh, some other dude. You know, if you if you bounce back the following season, you're great. You change your name back, then it was just, it's like you, it's you know, it's like you never made it. It's, it was never you, right? Oh my God, men, start taking notes because manscaped accidents are finally a thing of the past. The manscaped lawnmower 3.0 has been beautifully designed. To reduce those painful nicks and tugs, this is their third generation trimmer featuring advanced skin safe technology so you keep your bad boys nice and smooth. The Manscaped engineering team obsesses over technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. And they spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. The water resistant technology allows you to shave in the shower too. Oh, one of the coolest features is the LED light which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. You need to try this out yourself. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Once again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code armchair. Your balls will thank you. Dave, you're a businessman. You have two stores. You're a mogul and that sort of thing. Gail rented four floors of the Lowe's Hotel to create a mini Houdat bubble for the Saints. How many points do you think she's going to get for renting four floors of the Lowe's Hotel for a month? Like credit card points? Like I don't know. Like does Lowe's have a <laughs> does Lowe's, does Lowe's have a does like Lowe's a have a special program? reward reward program? Uh, four floors for a month? That's like what? What do you think? There's let's say. I'd, let's err on the low side and say 20 rooms a floor. 
So that's 80 rooms a night, and that's uh, 30 room nights. So 80 times 30. What's 80 times 30? That's uh, 240. No. Yeah, 2400. 2400. Yeah, uh, so that's 2400 room nights, basically. Uh, that's <laughs> that's. Uh, I mean, she probably got a rate because the, 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 there's no tourists going to NOLA, you know, because of the I think she's good to go. She probably gets to stay at Lowe's uh, for free for the rest she of her life the, now. She They got that American Express, like, the black card if you're, like, a super special high spender. Maybe they have, like, a Lowe's blue card or something where you get – I don't think you, I don't think you put that on a credit card. I mean, I, I feel like this is an invoicing uh, situation. <laughs> I feel like this is a net 30, net 60, net 90 uh, situation, maybe. I don't know. Do you th- Andrew, Sean Payton's got a suite, right? And oh, by the way, did he unblock you, you yet? You, you you went to Connor and you tried to get Sean Payton unblocked you because you made a Yeah, I don't know if Connor is a friend of the podcast. He's he's a patron. I don't he's know if he's pa- listening tonight, but uh, yeah, I, I reached out to Connor and Desperation. Said, yeah, I, for those of you that don't know, I, I, guess, uh, I guess it was months ago, but Sean Payton tweeted something and I wrote back, and yes. I just made a bounty gate joke. Or, sorry, if I, could, if I could engage you. And, you know, it wasn't like... Blocked. Taking, it wasn't like taking a shot at him. It was just like kind of, I don't know, making light of something I thought was funny. And he blocked me. And at first, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Uh, because I was like, well, he never really tweets anyway. Yeah, this was before quarantine, actually. This was before yeah. Rona and everything. Didn't know he was so I was like, a eh, media Sean Payton never tweets anything interesting. He blocked me. That's kind of sucks. But, but, and then COVID happened and then he starts tweeting like a madman. He's like sharing plays from the playbook and he's, you know, <laughs> throwing shade at all these people. And so I'm like, oh my God, like how this is the worst. Like besides the fact that it's slightly embarrassing that I cover the team and the head coach blocked me, it, it just like was so much worse because he was throwing shade to all these people. And so anyway, fast forward, I see him on TV with Keyshawn Johnson and they had just had a Twitter spat where Keyshawn said something about the Saints and how Breeze is old and Sean Payton was kind of dated. Or I'm sorry, it wasn't Keyshawn, it was uh, Brandon Marshall. Because Brandon Marshall had been signed, and you know maybe there's some bad blood, but so Brandon Marshall throws some shade at Sean Payton on Twitter. He barks back, and then they get on TV, and Sean Payton's like, "Oh, it's all good." Like you know, they're they're kissing, they're making up, and you know Sean Payton basically says, "Hey, look, anything that happens during quarantine, during COVID, on Twitter, like you get a pass because <laughs> things are just weird right now." And I'm like, "Come on, man! Like you're blocking I'm me. Locked. Take me up." So anyway, uh, this weekend I finally messaged. Oh my God, we're gonna God, have we're to gonna, talk we're about that. We're gonna get you unblocked. But I, I, yeah, I finally messaged uh, Connor and I was like, "Dude, you, can you ask your dad? To, this is really embarrassing, but can you have him unblock me?" And I told him, <laughs> I told him the story, and, and he's like, "That's really funny." So I at least well, he here's the it was thing funny. though. Well, Connor has mentioned that his dad struggles with the the fundamentals of social media, and he was joking that he's getting better. <laughs> With doing images, right? So you know, yeah. Going well, going through the, the process no of unblocking you, blocks, Sean yeah. Payton might not know how to do it. If you like, fuck that guy, I'm not doing yeah. that. That's too much trouble. <laughs> it's um, too much work. <laughs> but but here's the question, Dave. They got four floors of the Lowe's Hotel. Sean Payton, Mickey Loomis, and Drew Brees. Like, who's getting the the primo rooms? They all, they, yeah. You, those three guys you just mentioned it right there. Who else is and getting Taysom, primo? Taysom, who's, Taysom who's getting Taysom primo uh, rooms? 
Demario Taysom's Davis, gonna... Michael Thomas, gotta get a Cam Jordan. If they're going by contract, do you think uh, Jameis Winston is staying in like a storage room, <laughs> <laughs> like, like the broom closet? Jameis Winston is staying at a a hotel on on Tulane Avenue. Do you, do you think uh, Calvin he's in the lobby? Has, he's in the lobby has, on the, has on the, the room on, the, on wheels. On the couch. Does Calvin Throckmorton have the room on wheels? <laughs> he's in the uh, he's in no, a room he's, service he's, cart. He's he's like well no he's like a third person he's like the third person in a two person room and he's like his bed is he's like he's got a the cot. cot he's got the roll away cot they could just roll it out of the bedroom whenever he gets cut and then it's back to a two person room. All right, Dave. Let's talk about this drink in your hand. Oh what yeah. What the hell is this? No, I made this. Uh, I made this special for uh, this evening. This is a watermelon martini. I made this myself from scratch. This is Tito's vodka, and Ooh. then you know how you can buy like the the pre-cut watermelon in the container at like Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. Like you take the you take the juice from the bottom of that you pour that in with the vodka you take maybe one or two pieces of the watermelon you muddle that uh i added a dash of just classic cherry bitters and uh shake and and then pour and it's uh delicious add a, li- add a little cherry coke and you've done the full ralph no. this this, this dave bartender segment is brought to you by no, this is- yeah, this is this is mostly vodka Tito's. Again, I can't I can't uh, I can't stress that enough. I am a uh, huge huge fan of uh, the Tito's, but uh, no, this is just this is I natural didn't... watermelon juice. There's nothing artificial about this. This isn't you can't get this at Bucky's. Okay, folks? <laughs> you're not gonna fucking get you're not gonna get 64 ounces of this plus plus a couple of squirts of syrup. Yeah, but... I was gonna say how many of the watermelon oh, pumps did you get? <laughs> hey, well here's. A... Here's the thing, though, um, that with with Dave is I didn't realize Tito's vodka was a thing until they got on national news where they were like they tweeted out and it's like, hey, don't use our vodka as a hand sanitizer. I didn't know they existed. I was like, what is that? But, but, you know, they tweeted out. They were like, don't you. We are not. Our vodka is not a hand sanitizer. But right. All right. Uh, just to answer. Je- Jeff. Which- yeah, wait, no, no. <laughs> Jeffrey Benko. Yeah, yeah we got to address this. Just, yeah, I, well, I have to personally address yeah. uh, Mr. Jeffrey Benko in the chat here, uh, who wants to know if my drink comes with a purse. Uh, and I say nay to that. Nay, it does not come with a purse. Uh, it it does look like a Cosmo, though. It does look like I should be hanging out with Carrie Bradshaw and, um, and the other girls on Sex in the City. If I had the Sex in the City theme, I would play it, but I don't. Because I have a penis. All right. So, listen. The thing. One of the the fundamental things of this show is me mispronouncing names and doing bad segues. So, I don't know how to segue into this. So, we'll just do it. Listen. uh, It's been a horrible, like, month uh, for for my family personally. Because we've had five people contract COVID and die. It's just awful. But Andrew, we also had another horrible thing happen where a podcast listener who was a hardcore fan of the show passed away. And I know you were friends with him and I know you wanted to say a couple of words. Yeah. Uh, well, Ralph, yeah, obviously with everything that's going on with your family, it's, uh, you know, it's one thing like COVID being out there in the world and knowing it exists. Uh, but when it hits close to home, um, you know, with 
people on the show, Kevin's dad passed away and Ralph, you've had five family members now. Uh, so it's, it's real, it's out there and it's, uh, so that's terrifying. And, uh, we certainly feel for you and your wife that's going through a lot with that. My wife. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's okay to say that. <laughs> when I'm saying this. My wife. But, uh, yeah. Thank you. But um, no, Michael Sto- Stolfi is uh, he's from Pensacola, and uh, he he it's not COVID related actually. He uh, he's been battling cancer for eight years. Um, big fan of the show. Big listener. Uh, he's never on Twitter, uh, but he was uh, active on Facebook and. Um, just uh, he would always send me messages. Always um, wanted to talk after shows and talk about the Saints. Huge Saints fan, and uh, the guy was kind of a legend uh, in his own right. You know, he uh, he had a very serious diagnosis eight years ago, and uh, it the diagnosis was really bleak for him. And uh, he he was just one of those guys that kept trucking. He he would run ten miles a day during chemo. Uh, you know, he would be given six months to live, and then. You know, a year later, he'd have completely clean scans. And so he, he kind of defied all odds. I mean, you look at like Drew Brees and how he attacks winning a Super Bowl. And we kind of say how crazy he is and diabolical and just his process. That was Mike Stolfi with attacking cancer. And so for him to go eight years, uh, he, he lived his life to the fullest, always positive. He was always on Facebook being very open about what he was dealing with and uh, encouraging people to live their life and get out there and do their thing. And so, um, you know, I- I'm going to miss kind of the banter back and forth about the saints with him and uh, definitely pouring one out today. He passed away a couple yeah. days ago, uh, and, but huge fan of the show. And, and thanks everybody for me for the nice words uh, on Twitter. I appreciate it. And listen, I'm not going to, go on a rant and tell you to wear your mask and social distance and all that because it's too it's too political and people believe what they want to believe the only thing i'm going to ask of people is when you see that people have lost loved ones in covid don't say well did they wear a mask did they do everything they needed to do or on the flip side people are like well they were they old because if they're old well then they probably would have died anyway just don't say but just have compassion for those of us that are going through this and don't qualify it. You know, like, oh, they were stupid. You know, Herman Cain, he died. He was stupid for going to the Trump. Like, whatever. No, no. Just have compassion because it is the worst. And I wouldn't wish this on freaking anyone. So that's all I'm asking. Just have compassion for those of us that are going through this. Um, Another thing, we're gonna, we're gonna, another awkward segue is Andrew, Drew Brees is saying that he's cured his, uh, his uh, struggle finger with licking. Long, no, thing, He's cured the finger licking, but he's also said yeah. that he struggled the, his, his uh, ability to complete the long passes. And Nick Underhill, he, he's delusional. Oh. He's, he's been gone a year. He's like, well, I think the uh, Drew Brees arm truther uh, stuff has has peaked and we're beyond that. And I tweeted, I'm like, Nick, you've been gone a year. You have no fucking idea. We're two Drew Brees 50-yard bombs away in September from ESPN doing an outside the lines 30-minute show on whatever Drew Brees has done. Um, yeah, Barr. What was that guy's name? John Barr. John Barr. Um, yeah, yeah. So 
do you think Drew Brees he cured he cured quote unquote his finger licking problem? Do you think he's cured his arm strength it's finger problem? Finger licking, it's finger licking good. It's finger licking good now. But Ant, do you think he's cured his? <laughs> do you think he's cured his can't throw deep anymore? At forty one. Um, you know not, I'm sure not without licking those fingers. Look, if there's <laughs> a way to uh, that's just my Cosmo talking. If there's a way to train uh to find a way at 41 years old to improve your arm strength and i don't know find a way to get a little bit more air uh breeze he would be the one to find it so i'm not gonna count against drew breeze ever um but he is 41 years old and look it's people were saying well his thumb's gonna be better this year this isn't a thumb thing like his arm decline this goes way that predates the thumb by years um, so, you know, him, him not being great at throwing the deep ball. Like I still just think he's not, he's not a top 15 deep ball thrower in the NFL. He's just not, he's, he, I, I don't know that he ever huge. was, but he certainly, he certainly hasn't been for the last, you five think, you think the NFL with all the Corona testing they're going to be doing this year, you think they're going to have time to drug test people. They don't give a shit. Get what people are well, doing. that would be one way to increase his arm strength. I mean, I'm just saying, like the NFL, <laughs> like you could do all those steroids, German blood transfusion, horse, horse uh, HGH, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to put in your body. They're not gonna care as long as your Rona test comes up negative. So I'm yeah. just saying it's possible. Look, if Breeze wants to get some kangaroo bone marrow in his shoulder, <laughs> and that's what it takes to uh, to win a Super Bowl, oh, I've uh, heard that kangaroo well, stuff is the that's the that's the good stuff. It's the that's best, the yeah. Stuff. So, right. look, I'm I'm for it. I'm here for it. So we did a little behind the scenes peek for you guys, where we did a little after show where we 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 recorded Dave's first uh, experience going to Bucky's. But I want to give you another peek behind the curtain. Is you know we we talk. Uh, I send the guys the show topics, and we talk about hey, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about that. Dave tweeted me. He's like, I, I don't care about this show topics. Whatever. I need you to go on YouTube and I need you to <laughs> rip this audio of this song. I'm not even going to tell you people what the title is. I'm going to play it for like 15 or 20 seconds and then I'm going to pipe it down and Dave's going to fucking explain himself. You know I wipe really hard and my toilet paper's weak. Sometimes I break right through and my fingernail is rubbing up against my poopy butt cheek. And I'm completely unaware of what's going on down there Until I pull my finger out of my butt And I stare at poop in my fingernails Poop in my fingernails Poop, poop, poop in my fingernails Dave, wow. it goes, it goes on like that for a little bit the fuck is I was, that? I, I how, do you, was, uh, how do you discover this? That was that was pooping my fingernails by the toilet bowl cleaners. Uh, that was uh, I got turned on to that song by uh, by an eight year old, my buddy Miller. He turned me on to that. He's a friend of my uh, son. And uh, you know we were messing around with Alexa the other day and telling Alexa to play songs and and he knew that song and he told Alexa he said Alexa play poop in my fingernails and that was the first time I got to hear that song and I, I think you could admit as soon as you. As soon as you hear it and you listen to it, it's uh, 
it's catchy. It's catchy. Uh, it the, is. So the lyrics are um, uh, the lyrics are incredibly, incredibly well written. Of your yeah. fingernails to improve Go down to the nail salon And ask them if they'll remove Every one of your fingernails My son's gonna love this song. it might seem extreme But <laughs> I'm telling you That's the only way that They're ever gonna be completely clean Is that it? Oh, that's how that's it, it ends? Okay. That's it. That, I mean, that feels like a dueling piano mainstay of Pat O'Brien. It's, it does. It's like it's it's on par with Bohemian Rhapsody. I mean, it's just it's, it's it just an epic. It's like, an epic piece of music. It sounds like something Andy Dwyer from Parks and Rec would have sang with his band when he started uh, performing for children. Like that's what that sounds like. Um, I mean, like, like, like we listened to uh, me and my kids, especially when my son was younger, not so much now with my daughter, but we always used to listen to like Kids Place Live on Sirius XM. It's a radio station for kids. They play some Disney songs, but then they play silly songs. They play like Imagination Movers. Uh, for those of you from New Orleans who are familiar with the Imagination Movers. But so they would play silly, silly songs. So like, you know, like the silliest th- song I could think of. Uh, was like a song called Mama Tooted, and it's about like how your mom farted or whatever. Um, but it wasn't as. It, but this 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 is like on a whole nother pooping my fingernails. This is this is on it's a whole nother level. level because it's it's very descriptive and uh, and it's like this whole story. I mean, it's really an adventure. You go on an adventure while you're listening to this song, and you don't even know where it's going to lead. Yeah. It ends up with you going and having your nails ripped out. Well, listen, you know, it, it's it's an amazing find by you. I was just like, what is it? And the thing was, I was expecting like when you when you sent it to me, I would go to YouTube and it would have like 50 billion downloads and it was just something that kids loved and I didn't know about it. But it only had like 800,000 listens, which sounds like a lot oh. and it is. But for YouTube, not really. Um, so listen, we got to get. I know to... these 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 kids, these YouTube people, they get they are getting so many. Uh, I was gonna say, Ralph, eight hundred thousand <laughs> listens. I mean, you could only hope that our podcast. I mean, that's but, but I mean, that's that. it's a lot. But I mean, you you look at like Siren Head and like uh, Blimpy. Joe, they have uh, yeah, billions. Blimpy, JoJo, Siwa, Unspeakable. My son watches Unspeakable with yeah. the, the Minecraft shit. Uh, even even I remember I remember when my kids were young and we would play like uh, like really young. They were like one, two, and we would go on YouTube and play like really kid songs like uh, Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. And those videos had like. 15.7 million views like <laughs> just basic shit like twinkle twinkle little star and these people are like monetize of course you're monetizing that and so you're making right. money off of this and you're not even doing a goddamn thing as sports keep coming back so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner betonline.ag major league baseball will soon be in full swing and there's no shortage of ways to get in on the action bet online has all the odds futures and props for you to be in on also tune in as floyd money mayweather joins the bet online team in a new segment called the ice is right where he talks about his expansive jewelry collection he'll give you the chance to win some great prizes and 
again, bet on the cost of his bling. Visit betonline.ag today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. Bet online, your online wagering experts. So we got to get to the mailbag because we got a, we got a ton. We got a ton of good questions. We got to kick it off with. The- This song is just like the best. We need to have Morton Anderson and Brian Hansen on. Maybe if we make a lot of money, they can sing it live. God, I love this song. It's so, so it's, it is. I just want to start Ralph's dancing. getting a little. I just Ralph's getting a little more. Uh, he's got this little like. It's not jazz hands quite, but it's kind of like this jazz hand. Like, <laughs> Remember, uh, as as his son Max says, will like to find his father. You, I, you only have one good arm. I have two good hands. <laughs> so here's a question from Alexander. Speaking of that, Andrew, what's stronger, Drew Brees' arm after slapping towels during quarantine, Kevin's hangman a- apron leg drop, or Max's two good karate arms? <laughs> I, I gotta go with Max because it's almost like a superhuman thing. Like he <laughs> he shows up to karate. He hasn't practiced at all. He's yeah. small. He he's offspring of Ralph. So he shows up to karate, and you're immediately assuming, look, this kid hasn't practiced. He's small. He belongs to Ralph. Like what? this this kid's not failure. Gonna execute it's a this. failure wagon. And, and, and then he and then he breaks the board in half. So I I would go with Max's karate chop. In fact. You know, I would wonder if maybe Max can impale and injure Saints opponent quarterbacks during the season. He probably could. Mike asked, Dave, this is a good question. Worst defense, Pelicans playing in the bubble or 2012 Saints? Ooh, Ooh that's a good question. Or 2012 Saints, man. Boy, I'd like to see them go against each other and see what happens. <laughs> I could defenses. swear that Jason David and Brandon Browner were on the field together. Together in the bubble, I swear to God, I saw it. I just—I <laughs> mean, God, what a, what a disappointment the Pelicans are. We already talked about the Pelicans Dude. didn't we, earlier. Yeah, uh, teams just I rain mean, threes on the Pelicans. It's I'm gonna, the I'm, Clippers. I'm gonna, most, I'm gonna leave it to the, the you know the bird rights to just to, yeah. to really break it down. But, but goddamn, I mean, they're just—they're so—they're just so disappointing. Just so is. disappointing. The bird rights guys are awesome, though. They're yes. kill- the, the highly recommend go that there. podcast. Go there, seriously. They are killing the it are with their podcasts yeah. and their articles uh, and their friends of the show. Check them out. Well, um, you know what really sucks is that you know we haven't had any sports. And so when you get eight Pelicans games for us, it's like, all right, finally something. And for them to lay an well, egg like this is just so disappointing. Oh my God. Today, I will, I will, I will say this. Thankfully, I have. I gotta give my Islanders update. Thankfully, I have my New York Islanders who have won their way into the uh, NHL playoffs, and they will be facing the. Oh shit! Who are they playing? <laughs> well, the Astros. Uh, are oh, freaking... the Capitals. They're going to be playing the Washington Capitals. The freaking Astros are terrible. The Astros have managed to uh, have everyone in their bullpen injured, and they managed to have a brawl today. <laughs> Teams are trying to social distance. MLB is on the cusp of having to, like, postpone or cancel the season. And the Astros are like, hey, let's have a brawl. It's 
fuck social distancing. Let's have a fight. So I was flipping back. Disappointment in the Pelicans at Nash was just going back and forth today. It was terrible. Ooh, I, I have a quick topic. Uh, I don't know if you guys are in the Discord channel today, which if you're a patron, you have access. Well, to come hang out with us and chat with us. But I was going through some Saints memorabilia that I have. And I, lo and behold, I find, you know, the stack of ticket stubs. And yeah. one was like from 2007, I want to say, 2008. And it, it, Charles Grant was the player on the ticket. And I guess, I didn't, I didn't remember this at all, but I guess Buford Jordan was there at the Saints Hall of Fame. You know, you go to, like, they have, like, Saints, <laughs> Saints alumni guys. And I guess I went and I never go. I never go meet the players because I'm just like, I don't, I don't have time for this. I want to go get my seat and, you know, get ready for the game. But the uh, Buford Jordan was the guy, and I guess I stood in line, probably because <laughs> no one did. It probably was, like, go straight to the front. Except Jim and, Mora. And I had his autograph. It said, like, 23 Buford Jordan on my Charles Grant ticket stuff so i found it i i took a picture of it and posted it in the chat but we've been talking about buford jordan this has been the off season of buford jordan yeah, yeah. so speaking uh, of, i i found an autograph speaking of the discord chat uh for that, that patrons have action which you should sign up as a patron because the saints chat in there is a thousand times better than what you get on facebook and what you get on twitter and saints rabbit asked a great question tonight he said Dave, do you think you could beat Sean Payton in golf, and what would you be willing to wager? Andrew, do you think you could beat a 50-year-old Breeze? Should Breeze be a woman in this scenario? Uh, <laughs> and what would you be willing to wager? And Ralph, what would you be willing to gamble on these matchups based on their answers? Of course, I'm down to gamble on anything. So, Dave, could, we'll start with you. Could you beat Sean Payton at golf? I've never. I don't. Does he play? I don't know if he's like really he a player. Yeah. He he plays like in the celebrity tournaments. Uh, yeah, is he any, he's pretty is, good. Is he? I mean, he's uh, pretty good. Yeah. He caddied uh, for somebody too at a Greensboro Open. I don't know. I. Uh, I think it'd be close. I don't know how. I again. I don't know how good Peyton is, but I mean, I I can. Uh, if it's a short, you know, if it's a easy setup, I can shoot an eighty. Three and eighty-four, or whatever. I would say that's that's gotta be what Peyton's shooting. Peyton yeah, cannot be I'd, shooting. I'd have to bet on Peyton. How often I feel, is Peyton playing golf? So I feel like Peyton would intimidate you and just like trash talk you. Oh and, yeah, and and, yeah. and, and, and getting that your head thing. and yeah, mess with you. Get in the way though of his swing. Like, like that's my <laughs> oh, thing. Like, like, can he have like a good? Like, yeah. can his you know? I hope Connor. Well, can you? Listening. Could it? Would you? Would would his? Would his nipples like? Would the trash talk and his nipples so disorient you that you would fall apart? I think. I think Dave would. His first shot would go. I would be hella nervous to play. A hazard. Yeah. yeah. To play with Sean. So it's what about obvious. you? Could you beat a? Is there anybody else? Is it just me and Peyton, <laughs> or there are there other people that I can like? No, know, it's you and him. Deflect heads up. Oh, it's just, match it's just play. me. It's yeah. me and Peyton. Oh, it's then you I'm and Peyton, and it's like Caddyshack. It's me and Juge in the bushes gambling on it. See, I think Sean Peyton would talk mad trash to you oh, too, God. Dave. He'd, he he'd be just, in your head so he would, quick. He'd be, yeah. Especially, he'd talk like, more. The more though? he doesn't know anything about me. See, I know, I know so much yeah. about him. It would be easy for me to talk trash about him. He's a public figure. I've got all kinds of dirt on him, but he doesn't know me. 
Would you be Unless like you listen to the podcast? Would you be like driving the ball down the center like 270 and be like, worry about your meat, Sean, and then pick up the tee and just walk <laughs> off? That hey, Dave, fun. you want a word of advice? Yeah. Don't don't bring a Viking in gate. <laughs> yeah, I still get to follow him. Yeah. So Andrew, could you could you right now could you beat fifty year old Breeze in your or like? Could... Yeah, I was thinking about this question. So I would actually rather play him now than when he's fifty because I I would worry that when he's fifty he's out of the league and he's looking for other ways to stay healthy and he's not oh, playing football yeah. anymore. So I could see Breeze being better at tennis at fifty than he is now. Um, but yeah, I think I'd beat him I, if I played him right now. I I would be worried about like a best out of five. I would say that the longer it goes, just in terms of fitness, and I, I, I the more nervous I would get. Um, but if we're just playing like a set, um, I, I feel pretty confident I would win that. When I mean, you just got to think like he, he's got endurance clearly, but he he doesn't play tennis. He yeah, you know, he's he's I'm sure he's still good at it, and he. He's, uh, but he's a football player, and I've been playing tennis well, my whole life. Though, he, I played in college, got, so like Zach Streif. I play three times a week, you know. Zach Streif beat him at ping pong, and he practiced in a broom closet for like a but week. Zach and then Streif dunked. like is not a racket sports guy. Like yeah, I would crush true. Zach Streif at ping pong. Well, you know, here is a good question. I bet you he probably he he's. He probably covers so much area of the table. I mean, he's yeah, but that's you like gotta go successful. right at the body. You gotta go right at the body when they got the big <laughs> wingspan. You got this tennis one on one. You go to the body. NFL athlete. I mean, I know he's a big guy, but I bet you he moves Nimble. a lot faster than you fucking think he does. Nimble. Oh, for sure. I bet he's well, good, but I. But I mean, that's I what I'm saying. Like Drew Brees had to exactly. practice to beat him, and he did it during the year. So, like, I think if he had a match, okay, heads-up match with now, you, wait a minute, oh, well, I didn't say ready. anything about playing Breeze a second time. I'm just talking about one time. And you want him in season, right? You want to play him, like, like a like this year, like, November 1st. Like, you don't want to play him in the yeah. off season. You're but, playing Breeze. Right. Yeah. Yes. Here's a good, okay, here's now, a good question. We, wait, 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 wait. I have to, you know, it's, like, required by law that we re- re- remind everybody that Drew Breeze beat or played Andy Roddick. Yeah, that's true. Uh, as a that kid, was, kind of, that was like thirty he years. Andy, Rod- Andy Roddick was like I'm five. I'm obligated to mention that you're not allowed to discuss <laughs> Drew Brees playing any sort of racket sport without talking about the fact that he played Andy Roddick when he was. Yeah, it's like, it's like I, I guess so. Jimmy Graham played I'm basketball. Just our contractual obligation that we. I have guess here. I mean I did hear that this off season he played some tennis with Tom House as part of his like build up regimen to right. getting in shape. So he's going to have a I, rocket I, I would, I would arm. I want to know year. how much he's been playing like the last rocket five arm. years, but my guess is it's not that much. So I, I would take my chances. <laughs> I, I feel like I would win that. So, you know what I, you know what I like? So I grew up, I played ice hockey. I got pretty darn good at ice hockey all the way through high school. Uh, so I like the fact that, you know, Sean, Drew, Taysom, whoever, they can never challenge me to ice hockey. I will kick the shit out of them. That'll never even. <laughs> it'll never even be close. They have no chance. You'll so. forecheck that I, I ass like so hard. I, they won't know. Taysom what Hill would beat you, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Taysom Hill loses at nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill would 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 power play you into oblivion, son. I mean, uh, maybe Drew would no, wipe the court with me. I don't know. That's maybe. True. Well, maybe. All right. Last question. And well, we'll uh, isn't there a, a part of that question that you're supposed to gamble on? Oh, I, I would take. What happened I'm to the taking, music? Damn it! I'm <laughs> taking Sean Payton um, 
I'm taking Sean Payton all the way. Uh, I'm taking Sean Payton all the way in golf. Tennis. What? Oh. I would probably take Breeze if it's off season when you play. But if you play during the year, I feel like Andrew would focus everything on his entire life around beating Breeze in season. I think if it happened in season, I'd, I'd probably bet on Andrew because you'd probably get good odds. I'd probably get like 20, 25 to 1. You know? <laughs> like Breeze, I'm, if I bet on Breeze, I'm not making any money. I got to bet on Andrew. Uh, Cause I get yeah, how much odds. press time do I have, too? Because, you know, I- I'd be doing some serious training yeah. and preparation for this. Final question from Dale, Dale, Dale. Dave. Oh, Tony, Tony, Tony. When is Breeze going to start the damn camp quarterback Ducé, competition Ducé, Ducé. again? Are we, are Wait, we not going to have Drew Breeze's quarterback competition this year because of the Rona? No, definitely not. What was the question? The camp, the quarterback competition. Are we going to have no, it? No, I don't I don't think so. I mean, they got to have it. It's amazing. I, I yeah, you they will. Drew, They're going to post a video. They got Drew, Jameis, Taysom, and Tommy Stevens. They got to have it this year. They'll do it. They'll oh, do my it. God. They'll have something. They got you know, to. You know Drew got a sponsor. They're going to the Saints. It's, the Drew and the Saints got a sponsor. They'll be making money off that. They'll do They'll do it social distance. It'll be fine. They'll have it. Dale, Dale, Dale. Don't worry about it. it they'll have Dale, it. Dale, Dale, Dale. Well, who's your money on? Speaking of betting and gambling, Ralph, you, you going with Tommy Stevens? I mean, Drew Brees wipes their wipes the floor with them because it's all it's all accuracy. It's all throwing accuracy. It's never like yeah. running fast or avoiding. Well, he's whatever. always coming up with the games yeah. too. Like it's, <laughs> he like it's, knows what right. he's good at. It's totally right. stacked in his favor, you know. It's not like he's like, all right, Taysom and Tommy, we're running the forty, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's never. It's never. Hey, let's see if we can hit this guy. Uh, 50 yards away on a seam route. Let's yeah. try that one, Drew. Yeah. <laughs> How come we never do that drill? <laughs> no. It's always that. Drew Brees, like, just the only, I think the only person that's ever defeated him, I think he lost when they did it with another team, like, uh, with the Chargers, I think, Philip Rivers. Yeah, Rivers. Philip Rivers, yeah. That's it. That's, that's the only problem he's been defeated. Um, but. Yeah, Luke McCown's gotten him a couple times, I feel uh, like. Luke McCown. So, um, yeah, that this wraps up today's show, guys. Thanks for joining us, everybody in the chat room. We appreciate you guys. We're gonna have football. You need to get your booze bundle. Ten dollars. Sign up. It's freaking amazing. Koozie, two cups, uh, a shot glass, and a Saints player legend card. Why? It's, you you're making money signing up for the booze bundle. So you should do it. So, guys, thanks again for joining us. We appreciate everybody in the chat room. For Dave, for Andrew, for Kevin, who's MIA, I'm Ralph. Until next time, the bar is closed.